Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey everybody, welcome back in to Plan with the Tax Man. Thanks for tuning into the podcast as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. We are into the new year, and Tony and I are back to do more podcasts. And this first one is going to be about the great resignation. I don't know if you've heard this term or not, but how it might impact you or a loved one's retirement. It has been all the conversation here the last couple of weeks, the great resignation. So we're going to get into that with Tony. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Doing good. Fresh back from the holidays and feeling pretty good. Had, yeah. a, had a great holiday uh, along with my family. And so hopefully everybody had the same, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of issues if you were traveling and, and everything else going on. But oh yeah. Yeah. Hopefully everybody got to, you know, have some fun. Yeah. We were chatting uh, a little bit of a bug going around, uh, you know, right, right there. At the, I got a head cold on new year's Eve. So not that I had any big plans or anything, but it was like, well, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's actually when mine started. Oh, was it? That's I, I was funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bug going around. So, uh, but yeah, hey, it's you know we're we're doing our thing. We're hanging in there. We're getting stuff done. And this is episode number fifty-seven. So we are on our fifty-seventh podcast. So we're not quite yet eligible to uh, to withdraw from those accounts early at fifty-nine and a half. The podcast yeah. is not old enough for that yet. <laughs> But it's getting there. So, hey, listen, have you you know heard about this or have you been talking with clients about this great resignation? Droves of workers are retiring early or taking a break uh, from changing their career paths. Obviously, the last two years, all this COVID stuff has changed people's perspectives. It's put all kinds of different things in uh, in play. And so on this episode, we're going to talk about some of the stuff from this Forbes article, and we'll put a link to it as well for folks if they want to check that out. But really kind of talking about the impacts that it has on the retirement planning world across different age groups. Have you had people come to you, Tony, and say, you know what, I'm done, I'm out. You know, what what can we do? We've had it both from, you know, tax clients just coming and and telling us that as employees. And then, of course, you know, on on the accounting client side that we Uh service, you know, as our clients, you know, they have been taught, we've been talking about it for about a year and a half, you know, that they just cannot find employees and they've got plenty of work to be done. And and it's going on all over. It's going on in my own industry. On the accounting side, we talk about yeah. it at every association meeting, you know, that you're trying to find good qualified people. Mm-hmm. And it isn't yep. like people are interviewing and can't find people. It's just there's nobody to interview. And uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of started out like a lot of, you know, we, we were all seeing the stories and realized it was happening with some of the, like the lower paying industries, fast food jobs, things of that right. nature. Right. People were like, hey, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to kill myself for this kind of pay, you know, especially when everybody's ordering food, right. Or picking up at drive throughs because no one's going into restaurants and all that kind of stuff. But over lately, it's been of all kinds of industries and all kinds of, you know, age groups, not just the lower paying stuff to the point here. I got a couple of key points, Tony. 4.2 million people quit their jobs in October of 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, 4.2 million people. They didn't, they didn't get fired. They didn't get downsized. They quit. They quit. Yeah. Right. You know, now it's unknown also how long people are going to stay out, you know, so if you choose to walk away, there's some big takeaways that could impact your uh, retirement planning or things of that nature. I mean, there's even people in their 40s, or early 50s that are like, hey, you know what? I can't take it anymore or I'm afraid to go to work or whatever the kind of you know mentality is. And so yeah. let's look at some impacts, some takeaways to think about if you are stepping away 
from a job for any length of time, think about some of the other things that this could do to you. So, for example, Social Security, Tony, uh, talk to me a little bit about taking a break from paying in what that does to your long term benefits. Well, and and I'll address that in just a second. Sure. Think, yeah. Uh, kind of going back to what, what we're seeing, I think some of it and this is all personal opinion. Some of it is, like you said, people are, you know, they when they were home, they have reconfigured their personal lives somewhat mm-hmm. and, you know, either cut True. expenses, you know, things like that and figured out, well, maybe I, maybe I don't need to work as much and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surviving, but I think a lot of them haven't looked at what we're going to talk about here. And, and yeah. you know, it's a, the big picture. Well, and it got thing. good to a lot of us too, which is understandable, right? I mean, my brother's 63. So we're talking about social security, right? He, he didn't want to turn it on at 62. His, his plan calls to wait until 67, but mm-hmm. he's sitting there saying, you know, if my job tells me I have to go back to the office and drive again, cause it would be an hour drive for him. He's like, I think I'm going to be done. But he's like, but if I can stay working from home, I'll do it. Yes. And that's the big, that's the other big buzzword is, is remote work. And we, yeah. we even, uh, in my own company, we have uh, had to, uh, I mean, we've always wanted to offer that, but it, it has accelerated that as a, as a benefit. Sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of pivoted a couple of years ago and, and we're going to continue on. We, I just sent out a video yesterday about the tax season coming up is, you know, the days of in-person appointments are kind of over for at least our firm. And, uh, we, you know, cause we found that we can, we can work more efficiently and uh, produce the same type of product uh, for that particular thing. But anyway, that's getting, you know, down in the weeds, but right, back right. to the social security, uh-huh. really, if, if people are going to start taking off from their job, obviously when they're not working, you know, you're not paying into social security. Now, if this is just going to be a short term thing, you know, that's, it's not going to be that bad, but you should talk to your advisor, you know, about how it's going to impact social, social security benefits, you know, and, and how long you're thinking about maybe being out of the workforce because, Eventually, it's going to impact, you know, your average 35 highest earning years if you stay out for a while. It could anyway. Right. And And a lot of people don't realize that, right, Tony, that it's an average look at your highest 35 earning years. And if you're in your 50s or late 50s and maybe you're in my brother's situation or something like that where you're you could be in your peak earning years, you could be affecting those numbers big time. You could because that's when most of us are earning the most. Right. You know, is Mm -hmm. 50 plus where you finally got to that point. And so granted, social security is not the end all, you know, I, I understand that. Right. But it is sizable. Gonna, it is sizable. But it is something, yeah. you know, and, and so you want to make sure that you understand that before you go making a, you know, I'm, I'm done forever type of decision. I, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, even walking away for six months or a year, I mean, I mean, maybe it wouldn't make a huge impact, but again, it could, right. I mean, if you step away from work for, let's say a year or two, think about, uh, you know, the ladies, a lot of times, right. Early on in life, if they step away for a number of years to have the children and raise the children, uh, maybe stay at home for the first six, seven, eight years of their life, that causes a, which is one of the reasons why we see often that women don't have the same, you know, there's also the pay gap, which has been getting better. But at the same time, they step away from the workforce. And so when it comes to retirement age, the, the numbers are not the same from Social Security as it would be for their male counterpart. Yeah, that's exactly right. And in today's world, when we have the software and, and Social Security's website doesn't do it a bad job, but there's additional software out there that you can kind of go in if you've got your Social Security statement, you know, of your earnings and mm-hmm. things, and, and you can go out and get those from the Social Security Administration that you can kind of calculate, you know, if I step away for a year or two, how that's going to affect my benefit and whatnot. 
And I, so I would urge you to go take a look at that before yeah. you yeah. decide for a long period to step away. Yeah, good point. Uh, takeaway number two from this article, uh, Tony, was the 401k. It's not just a rainy day fund, right? Uh, it, I mean, it's it's for retirement. And so talk to me about a couple of bullet points or some key points as to, you know, maybe using this as your stopgap if you were, you know, transitioning for a little while or something like that, what it might be doing to you. Well, the the and we saw it a lot last tax season. And I, I would agree. I know you gave me the stat, you know, about 30% of the people you know, who have at least 50,000 in their 401ks, you know, took out money in 2020. Yeah, took a and loan would, against I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, either loan or, or, or withdrawals. And I would agree with that. We, we saw at least that percentage really? of our tax okay. clientele. And so I, I would say that's fairly accurate, probably across the nation. And you definitely, if you're going to step away, you know, for a length of time, you don't want to use the 401k as your, I'm going to live off of fund because otherwise, you know, you're again, it's going to affect your overall plan and you're going to get to 65 or whenever you think you're going to retire. And all of a sudden now, all these numbers that you may have planned on are going to be drastically different. And so I, I, again, it goes back to, I think you need to meet with your advisor if you're going to, you know, talk about using that as your, as your living fund, because, if you do, I, I think your retirement is going to be affected. Uh, you know, is, pretty much is, what are some of the negative kind of impacts to that? Like, so if you take money from your four hundred one k, obviously you you know if you're under the appropriate age, if you're let's say you're in your early fifties, you're paying the tax, you're paying the penalty, right, yep. uh, to get to this stuff. But you're also you're also losing the compounding over let's say another fifteen years, right? Right. That's the right. real yeah. damage. That's the real damage. Yeah. I would say, you know, in, in our annual tax only type clients, I would say probably somewhere north of 35%. We, we see it every every year, you know, where they're withdrawing money out of their 401k mm-hmm. and they're still working. And, and these aren't even loans. These are just, well, I needed the money. Oh, wow. Okay. And so they don't realize it. So, so on, on top of that, you know, they sometimes get a very uh, stingy or stinging tax bill and they're mad about that. And then on top of that, though, the bigger picture, like you said, they don't realize every time you're pulling money out, you're pulling money out and you're losing time to make that up because you're getting older. And so we try to educate them a little bit on that and and tell them, you know, this is not a rainy day fund. This is supposedly for your retirement, obviously. But I think it goes back. What I see with most that do this is their personal financial plan is not in a good spot, meaning they don't have an emergency fund. They don't have, you know, a fund for spending and they just use this like that. And, um, I don't think that's a good, a good thing. Yeah, definitely. So again, just be careful with this. It's not the rainy day fund. Now, speaking of the 401k, Tony, if you are going to step away, if you are walking away from one job, maybe you take a a little while off, then you go to another one, or because there's so many jobs available, maybe you kind of take your time, you're headhunted, whatever the case might be. Take that 401k with you. Don't leave that joker behind. So as I was saying before, you know, taking the 401k with you could be a good idea. I would definitely, though, you know, take a take a look because sometimes, you know, fees are a little higher if you uh, leave your employer, you know, if you leave it there. Sometimes they're not, but it's it's worth an ask because, um, you know, you definitely don't don't want to necessarily do that. The other thing is, is most 401ks, obviously, if you go to an employer with a 401k, it's a fairly easy process to transfer it. So once you have all the facts, you can get that, that stuff going. But the other thing you got to watch though, is if, if you do have some potential company matches, uh, you know, in your 401k and you're not fully vested, you need to know 
how much, you know, you potentially could be leaving on the table there, you know, if you leave before it's vested. And so it's a good idea to research that, you know, before you, uh, I mean, you know, if you've got a significant balance, of course, right before you leave or something like that, but they are portable. You can take them with you. A lot of companies will allow you to leave them there. I think a lot of our clients don't like the fact that, you know, they may have six or seven of these floating around and they kind of lose track and, you know, over employers over the years and they try to consolidate them. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that before, right? Not leaving those behind. There's lots of reasons, you know, the, the fees, you've got more mm-hmm. options and so on and so forth. And if you are changing, you can roll that over custodian to custodian and not have to worry about any kind of taxable event. So if right. you've got the old one behind, just, you know, talk with your advisor or work with the program to get that switched over. As long as you're not basically, you know, putting your hands on the money, you're good to go, right? You're just transferring, not making That's it right. a taxable event. Okay. Uh, and then the fourth kind of takeaway from this, Tony, and then we'll wrap up is, you know, obviously this this great resignation seems to be, and, and the working from home thing, it seems to be kind of tailor-made for those early retirement dreamers. But just a couple of things to be aware of, a couple of bullet points we've got here, just kind of want you to address those a little bit. Because again, if you are of a certain age, let's say you're 55-ish, right, or up, and you're thinking about, you know, the job's going to make me go back and this office building is full of people and I don't want to be around people and you've got some paranoia or you've got some health concerns or you've got some whatever you want to put to it or like my brother, you just don't want to drive anymore, right? Whatever the case is, if you're thinking about pulling the trigger early, beware of a couple of key points that could, it's going to cost you, right? So just, you know, kind of look at some of these things. So give us some of these big bullet points here, Tony, as to why you want to kind of keep an eye on this if you decide to leave early. Sure. It's really for the people that are, I would say, below, you know, 59 and a half for sure. Definitely. And we yeah. have a lot of them. And, and I'm, you know, 54, going to be 55 uh, coming up in June. You know, so yeah, you know, the you start kind of thinking about it a little bit. But the first thing is, is of course, if you're if you're my age or somewhere in between here, you know, you can't qualify for Social Security. So, so that payment is not going to be there for you yet. And in my case, I'll relate it to my case. Uh, you know, I have my health insurance coverage through my wife's work. Now, I would still be able to be covered, but you know, you may not be able to ha- to have that. You know, if you if you decide to quit and you're carrying the coverage and you don't have it anywhere else, you know, you're going to have a real issue there. And healthcare is extremely expensive, or healthcare coverage is, you know, out on the open market. And so you're going to have to think about that because that that's a a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, 65 and under, right. Cause yeah, you're not going to get five and under, yeah. you know, because you can't get on Medicare. And so that, you know, that I think by itself may be a hindrance, you know, on top of everything else, but then there, you've got some tax issues, you know, some potential tax issues, you know, with some tax efficiencies. I mean, if you decide to get out of the workforce, obviously your tax rate could potentially go down, but you know, you're going to have to take a look at that with your tax person just to see if there's going to be any, any odd things, especially if you're going to take money out of a 401k or something like that. You definitely want to uh, understand what the tax ramifications are going to be. Right. And I think the last one that, that's probably as, as equal as healthcare is really is how are you going to survive? In other words, you know, it, how are you going to replace this income? Right. For this gap <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Kind of but a big one. Right? Coming in. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, hmm, I got to keep the lights on. What am I doing here? And obviously yeah. I mean, we've, we've hopefully saved and that's back to the point of some of these different accounts, but that totally changes the, the structure of what you're planning to do, Tony, because you, you've now added the longevity 
you know, multiplier into this thing because, you know, maybe your plan all along was to retire at 65 or 67 or whatever. And, you know, you've stress tested this, this, this uh, joker out for 30 years. Well, now you're, you know what, you're pulling the trigger at 55 because of this great resignation. You've just added another almost decade to that, right? That's yeah. could cause some big wrinkles. Could cause some big wrinkles and more than likely, and if your health is at all, you know, good, mm-hmm. you're going to want to get out and do things in this, you know, in this decade. <laughs> True. <And> so your <laughs> yeah. monthly expenses could actually go up. Yeah. And uh, and that's what 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 I've thought about is you know is well I I still want to personally you know keep going keep investing keep working so that I can hit my mark at at the age that I want but it's well after retirement. Yeah. But uh, the allure is there though. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. For about, sure. You know. Hey. But well, if if I could survive, you know, but. I can't tell you how many people t- tell me yeah, I've retired. I, I just want to survive. And and I guess it depends on where you fall in that. For me, I want to do a little more than that, you know, than just, you know, exist. But uh, that is an option. But I mean, obviously, if like you said, if you have, you know, your investments and your plan in line and you've stress tested this, you've got to add a whole another 10 years on this thing. Yeah. And so you better you better double check the calculations. Yeah. Uh, free time, uh, more free time. It's not free. It's not free. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, doing nothing, I guess, is free, but more free time is not free because we, you know, we tend to just want to go out and do things. Or uh, even if, it, again, if you're back to kind of some of these COVID concerns, you're still going to want to do something. You're going to take up a hobby. You have to, right? I mean, your brain is yeah. going to require it. Your body is going to require that you can't just sit and be a couch tater, you know? So. Um, you definitely want to make sure that you're thinking about some of these key takeaways when it comes to the great resignation, this mass exodus we've seen uh, over the last six months of people leaving their job voluntarily, some of it also non-voluntarily, the downsizing and things of that nature, whatever. But however you kind of fit or fall into this category, if you, you know, if you have some questions or you want to make sure that your plan is there and it's going to be stout and you want to stress test it for whatever your situation might be, that's why it's a good idea to get with a qualified professional like Tony and his team at Tax Doctor Inc. Because you can go through the planning process and you can say, okay, uh, here's what happens if we this and here's what could happen if we that and so on and so forth. You can look at the social security scenarios from one spouse to two and and different things of that nature. So all of these things are available, but you got to take the action and have the time, you know, do it. So if you're not working with Tony already, uh, consider stopping by the website and checking him out at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. If you've got questions or concerns, get on to his calendar. Subscribe to the podcast. It's complimentary to do that. Obviously, it's it's you know it doesn't cost anything to to join up with podcasts. You can find it on all of your favorite podcasting apps, whichever ones you might use, like Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. Typically, those are already pre-installed on your phone nowadays. If you're an Apple user, for example, it's already on there. Apple Podcasts. Just type in "Plan with the Tax Man" in the search box on the podcasting app, and you'll find it that way. So, but again, you can find it all at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Tony, thanks for hanging out with me, my friend. I hope you get to feeling better soon, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right, sounds good. Take care. We'll catch you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.